0: This episode of the Consulting Pipeline podcast is brought to you by me, Philip Morgan. One of the things I've been working on recently is a very tight, highly structured uh, protocol for helping people move from the generalist market position. You know who you are, struggling to find work, struggling to get clients to pay your rates. (laughs) So helping people move from that market position to a specialist market position And this protocol is really meant to compress all the research, all the thinking and inventorying and um, judgment calls that happen during that process into a three-month time period. If you're interested in learning more about this, head over to philipmorganconsulting.com, scroll to the bottom, click on services, and reach out to me there and we can talk more about how I might work with you in this capacity. So recently I got an email from my friend Matt Kraus. Matt lives over in Istanbul, Turkey, and he and I met through my email list. Somehow he, he wound up on my email list and would occasionally email me. Eventually I interviewed him for this podcast. So if you head back To, I don't know, I think it's around episode 24. You'll see the interview I did with Matt Krauss there. And one of the things that I've always um, really loved about Matt is how enthusiastic, how he and I share the same enthusiasm for specialization. And he's got a really great story in his career of starting with a market vertical that had, he told me, I think exactly six clients in it. Now, not in the entire market vertical, but in the in the segment of it that was local to him. And that actually was plenty. As he got further into it, things changed. And recently, Matt dropped me another line via email. I asked him if I could share his email message on this podcast, because I think it's super relevant to anybody who's thinking about um, specialization. So here goes. Again, this is not my words, but Matt Krause. I'm just going to read his email verbatim. So Matt says, I just wanted to second something you say all the time about specialization. It's crazy what the room like looks like once you go through the door, but you never know what it looks like until you do go through the door. So you just have to take it on faith that the room is going to be a hell of a lot larger than you think it is initially. When I was a generalist, I thought, specializing in finance, was a ridiculously narrow specialization. Then I realized it was actually ridiculously broad. So I specialized in fund managers until I realized that was ridiculously broad too. So I specialized in emerging markets fund managers until I realized that was ridiculously broad too. That's where I'm at now, focusing on emerging market fund managers and realizing that it's a ridiculously broad segment. I'm about to walk through the door to the next, more specific level of specialization, so I don't know what that room looks like on the inside yet. By the way, seconding another thing you talk about often, specialization has nothing to do with limiting the services you provide. It just takes a pool of 7 billion people and makes them a manageable group of a couple hundred people. So that's Matt's email, and I agree completely. (laughs) So thanks for writing in with that, Matt. I will add one thing. I think specialization for a lot of self-employed people, um, and this normally I'm speaking directly to self-employed software developers, but this is a case where I don't think it really there's any way of there's no need to distinguish software developers from anybody else who who chooses to specialize their service offerings. It tends to happen in two phases. The first phase is specializing in who you are trying to serve with your services. What market are you trying to help? And it could be, as in Matt's case, incredibly specific. And sometimes you'll see it go quite specific and then become a little broader over time. And as you gather momentum in your ability to uh, reach potential clients and interest them with your value proposition and provide really great results for them, it may be the case that you don't need that hyper-specificity that you started with and you can start to expand the scope of who you work with. Matt, however, is a great example of going the opposite direction and narrowing down even further the type of client that he specializes in serving. Those are all examples, though, of the first phase of specialization, which is making a very clear decision about who it is you serve. Now, there, there are other ways that you may specialize. You might focus on a horizontal problem. You might focus on a technology platform. And there's other even um, you know, more difficult to explain ways to specialize. But the second phase of specialization for many people, although not for everybody, is narrowing down the services that you provide. In a recent dev shop marketing briefing with um, a business owner named Pia Silva, she talked about how she specialized in both ways. So the first f- um, phase of specialization is picking a target market, a type of client to work with. And then for her, the second phase of specialization was changing the service offering to offer only her highest profit service. And again, when you see people specialize, that's often something you'll see. Now, the order in which it happens depends. Uh, Sometimes you can actually start with specializing your service offerings, although it tends to be more effective to start with specializing who it is you serve, because once you've focused on that market vertical or that type of client or that audience or whatever it is, you start to learn more about their needs, and then you can fine-tune your service offering to offer them services that they find especially valuable, which means that you can charge a premium rate for those services and increase your profit margin, hopefully. So just a quick addition to what Matt said, Um, specialization itself often does have nothing to do with limiting the services you provide, but once you have specialized, you may find that you then specialize your services in order to increase your profitability. Matt, thanks a ton for writing in, and thank you folks at home for listening to the Consulting Pipeline podcast.